All right, we're going to be changing tact and talking about many the group of death that has emerged from the 2021 Mayo Club Championship draw that was posted on Facebook Live on Monday evening. And to discuss it, I'm delighted to say I'm joined in studio by our producer, Sean O'Hora. Sean, if you can begin by filling us in with some of the groups that have been announced from the Senior Championship first. Yeah, so in Group 1, we have Ballantubber, Ballinas Evenites, that's a reunion with... Um, with um with Gilvary with um with uh, Balna, which will be always interesting, Claire Morris and then Javits. Group two we have Knockmore, er, uh, sorry, Knockmore, Ahmore, Charlestown and Belmullet. That's another type group actually. And then we have I suppose if there's a group of Jets in the Euros, there's a group of Jets in Mayo too. We have Bal just up from intermediate, what a price coming up from intermediate. They play Castlebarn Mitchells, Westport and Andy Moran's Balladrine. And then in group four we have we have Gary Moore, Kiltain, Brafey and the Neil, which is another another type of group. Both Tommy Goals will be playing in one of them games, I'm sure. Yeah, of course, the Tommy Conroy of the Neil uh, playing his heart out for Mayo. And of course, uh, Tommy Conroy as well for Kiltain, a minor winner with Mayo as well. Uh, he's a phenomenal performer and will be looking to boost his own side, Kiltain, in the Senior Championship it's going to be a difficult one for Bal if we can hone in on them for a moment. They have some standout players. They proved it last year in their intermediate championship win. But as you mentioned, Sean, that is a nasty group. Can you remind us once again who they are up against? So in the first game, they're actually their first game back in senior level is a derby of old derbies with their friends from up the road. They're playing Casper Mitchells in Bal the first game, which I think is a big, big game for them. Um, Mitchells, Mitchells haven't played like they haven't been at their best in the championship last year anyway. So I think for Ball if they could catch ha- if they could catch Castle Bear on the hop on the first day out, I think that gives them a great chance of going through. But uh, it's 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 a very, very tough draw and if you think about the team like and the players Westport, Ballahadreen have mixtures like they all have players playing with me or starting with them. It's kind of it's hard to see it's it's hard to see them getting through, but stranger things have happened. That's indeed Group 3. Once again, Bal, Castlebar Mitchells, Westport and Balahadreen. A repeat of the Castlebar Mitchells versus Westport uh, fixture that was played in the Championship last year. Will Castlebar Mitchells make it out of the group this year as opposed to their underperformance last year, Sean? Um, I think it's it's a hard one to tell because I, I think all all th- four teams in that group have... All, sorry, all three teams, Westport, Balahadreen and Bal, have all, all improved... Um, I suppose Mitchells will be looking to get out of the group. I don't see any reason why why they can't put in a performance. They have players, Paddy Dirk and James Dirk, and like players like that that can get them through. Um, I think it'll be it'll be a very tight group. Definitely myself, I'll definitely be going down to one or two of them games because they're going to be absolute um, humdingers, if that's the right word. Without a doubt, and Casper Mitchells will be looking to have an injection of youth into their senior side, as I know. Personally, their their B team are going quite well. Martin Kearney is over them at the moment and they are in the Intermediate uh, Championship. Of course, there's a lot of importance held upon Castlebar Mitchell's place within the Intermediate Championship as their B team, if they do go down, they're never coming back up. So they really do want to hold on to their Intermediate status. That is, of course, Casper Mitchell's B. So we may indeed see some of the more senior players getting a run out in the Intermediate Championship come August all right, going back to the senior championship, Sean, Ballantubber, Bellinas, Stevenites, Claire Morris, and Davids. You mentioned there the mouth-watering element, a connection, of course, with Enda Gilvary. 
he is going to be uh, under the an intense spotlight, of course, as the manager of Ballantubber now. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think now when he's seen that, I'd say he was licking his lips at the thought of of, of playing the Stephen Knights again. Um, it's a good game. He knows them inside out. It's a bit like when Mayo were playing Donegal them years ago, and everyone was on about how Stephen Rashford knew everything Mayo were going to do. It's kind of kind of that similar kind of a vibe. Another game I'd love to get. These will be every game this summer. Things keep going the way they are, but um, it's a good one. Um, we'll hopefully Killian O'Connor's injury isn't isn't that bad. And he's he's okay for August. I just don't know all about Mayo, but. He should be okay for balance over, you hope. Fingers crossed uh, that he will get a run out in August and hopefully sooner than that in the green red of Mayo. And in terms of the reigning champions, Knockmore, they're in Group 2 with Ahamore, Charlestown Sarsfields and Belmullet. Do you think the North Mayo side from the Parish of the Backs can reclaim the senior uh, championship title? Yeah, I think they've got a great chance of winning it. I know that my first day on air, I, I made a bit of a boob and said I didn't think they would. But um, after thinking about it, I, I think now I was right. To, I was very wrong to write them off. Um, I think they'll be there thereabouts this year and they should get out of that group. I think it's interesting to see who else gets out of the group between Ahamore, Charles, Hunter, Belmullet. Belmullet will always be there. Like They're, they're just they're hardy, hardy out there. And it's kind of be interesting to see how they get on as well. So it's, it's a tough group. It's actually... All the groups in all the four, three, sorry, in all three divisions. I was even looking at them there before I came on here. Again, it's just it's hard to call most groups, which is a good sign. Normally, you'd have one or two that you nearly know who'd be going through. But literally, uh, the seniors, the only one I can tell you that will definitely go through. Knock more. It's a that out of the four groups. Like that's that's what my only that's what the only one I can tell you for certain. And maybe Rafi in the fourth group as well. Yeah, Belmont could very well be a dark horse to have a successful senior championship. Ryan O'Donoghue is playing great football at the moment for the senior uh, inter-county side. Uh, Owen O'Donoghue is not really getting much of a look in with the Mayo side, but he's a, a phenomenal player to have at your disposal at senior level. And uh, Belmont, they're seeded fourth, but you would imagine they'll put it up to any side, Charlestown and Ahamore, as well as Knockmore, a bit of a North Mayo derby in that one. Yeah, I suppose the seeds with this um, with the championship, I suppose it throws up a lot of like stronger teams that are in that are in that fourth pot. If you think of all all the divisions, I suppose Belmont and Ballyhadrian being in the fourth seed, it's kind of um, it can be kind of um, unex- unexpected. I suppose I didn't actually realize that there were there were fourth seeds after last year, so it's it's looking up like a great senior championship, and um, can't wait for it to start now in August when all the way may are done. In Group Four, it is Gary Moore, Kiltane, Brafy, and the Neil. Whether the Neil can uh, follow on from their great performance last year, getting out of the group in their first season at senior football, it, it remains to be seen. But they will certainly fancy themselves in that group coming up against Gary Moore, Kiltane, and Brafy. It could be another successful one for the South Mayo club. Yeah, they're they're a confident side. They've got momentum after last year getting to the semi final. They've got a youthful team. Tommy Connery is, is lighting up for Mayo. I think he'll do the exact same in the championship. He has more exposure, I suppose, so people have more footage of him to watch, I suppose, than previous years when he's getting that um, national attention. So I think he she should he should they should get out of the group actually and Brafy as well with the three O'Shea's. Connor O'Shea is actually back. I seen that I seen that last weekend he was on the programme for the for the game against um, against Clare, which is good to see as well. So um clearly his foot club form has been replicated and he's back in the panel. So it's that's a it's a good group of Kiltain they're like Ben Mullet. anyone from that part of the county they they never go away and they're always, they're always going to try their best and be right at it as well so it's it's a good game it's a good group yeah, that 
fixture tonight actually between uh, Kiltain and Belmullet in the Sweeney Cup is going to be a uh, mouth-watering one to keep an eye out on being played in Bangor if any of you are up that part of the world it would be an interesting fixture to view I know Eris FM are covering it on Facebook Live so if indeed you do want to uh, tuck into that one that's where you can find it on Facebook through the Eris FM Facebook page moving down the division Sean to the Eddie Egan Jewellers Intermediate Football Championship in Group 1 can you tell us who is in store there in Group 1 we have Park um, Bunny Conlon Swinford and Boholam Moizavitz which are as as I've seen our ref say Boholam uh, sorry Swinford and Bunny Conlon are like playing Man United against Man City they play each other every year never ever change this is the fourth year in a row they've been drawn against each other I think they're just switching the venues every year because some, something it's just crazy to see that they're playing so regularly that's always a good game two very good teams and um, I don't know my loyalty is going to tell you I want Swinford to win that one but I better be careful <laughs> Well Swinford will be looking to I suppose make amends for last year's disappointment uh, they really failed to uh, get going last year unfortunately saw them into a relegation dogfight that they ultimately won out and Park Kilo's Kremlin in Group 1 with Bunny Conlon Swinford and of course the recently relegated Bohola Moy Davids do you expect Moy Davids to make a, a very quick return to the top tier of Mayo football? Yeah, Moy Davids, I suppose they're, they're a good side. They always have the voice like a good forward. I can think of two off the top of my head. Uh, Liam Byrne and um, Brian Reap. Like, if you have them two up front and firing, it's very hard to see um, see many teams in the division stopping them. Their, their quality and Brian Reap's been around the Mayo panel before. And I know Liam played minor under 21 for Mayo as well. So they both have pedigree and they're both... Um, clinical if they're in the right um, right positions Moving on to Group 2 can you inform us who's in that one? In Group 2 we have Mayo Gales Holly Mount Caramore Lahardon McHale and Brewer Shrewd so that's that's a very good group um, I think Mayo Gales will be will be fancying themselves and Brewer Shrewd as well as Jason Zaharty but as um, as ever I can't count Lahardon out because they're they're a good they're a good strong team and a championship team as well so um, I wouldn't be surprised if they got out of the group either it's going to be an interesting one in terms of a sporting narrative. Lahardon McHale's manager, John Stagg, of course, hails from Hollymount Caramore Club and he will know best, there's no better man than a man inside, as you mentioned, the end of Galvary, Ballinas-Stevenites and Ballantubber connection. It's quite a similar story there for John Stagg. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's kind of, um, there's a lot of them kind of games this year with people that used to manage certain clubs coming back and playing them again. So I suppose... Um, it's interesting, there's always going to be new tactics or they're going to try to throw something so that the other club don't know what's coming. So it's an interesting championship. That group actually has has taken to being a real, a real dogfight as well. And Burshul, I know they're the fourth seed, but like they have they have the players as well. And Jason Zaharty will be back to fully fitness by August, I assume. So it's going to be it's going to be a good one. Good watch. Yeah, I think the, the question with Burshul oftentimes is how well they can hold their heads and uh, see if they can get through. Mayo Gales were disappointed last year to lose out to near-rivals Baal in what was unfortunately an ill-tempered end to that game but they do have the pedigree do have the quality like the Jerry Canavan Kevin Lynch top class players for an intermediate level and of course with Hollymount Caramore you don't really need to, to say much more than somebody like Darren Cohn playing intermediate football is well it's somewhat bizarre yeah there's, there's some f- players now when you think about the two championships with those senior intermediate and junior there's two players there certain, like there's three or four players certainly that are playing at a Playing for Mayo and then playing at club level, it's, it's hard to imagine. Like you think about Junior and you think about Kilmeaner, for example. Jack Kearney's playing with, like playing with Mayo. James Carr's playing with Mayo. Farda, 
there's like players in the Kilcom squad that have been around like around trials and stuff before. So um yeah, I know it's it's interesting and it helps the quality of the championship as well. If you have players like that playing playing I suppose not playing at a lower level but playing for their club and putting on a show and impressing people, it's always good to see as well. And in group three, can you inform us of the participants there, Sean? In group three we have Ardenry, Sarsfields, Lewisburg, Kilmaine and Kelchamaw. That is a very good group, I suppose, by looking at it, it's hard to call. Um, Kilmaine play Kelchamaw in the first game and then the re play Lewisburg in their first game as well, which are two very big games. I think Kelchamaw are kind of known at the intermediate level, so if Kilmaine can win that game, it puts them in good stead to get out of that group. And also with Lewisburg and Ardenry, they're both seasoned veterans now. I know Ardenry have been at the top, at the intermediate level and get out of the group most years as well, so... Yeah, that's a very um, it's a tight one. It's kind of like it's kind of like the group group of death and the senior. It's kind of one you can't really. You look at the four teams, you're like I can't tell who's gonna get out of that group at all because, and could happen between them between them two on any of the games. My personal group of death here is Group Four. Uh, who is taking part in that one? I just seen that now. Yeah, that's that's another group of death: Valley Valley Hollis, Cross Nine Rovers, and Castlebar B and Ballinrobe. Wow. Like that's that, that that's the exact same group Lahardon were in last year. Lahardon have just been replaced by Castlebar Mitchell's B, and uh, thank God we have been. Yeah, I suppose um I didn't really think it didn't really enter my head when I was looking at the groups earlier on how massive of a group that is. Yeah, you've got Cross Minor, Bally Harness, Bannon Rober always strong, Castlebar B, I think they'll have a few of the senior lads playing in some of them games because that's going to be an absolute that's a very big group as well. Um we'll cross I say Cross Minor will get out of it. Out of the group, I don't know. I I suppose they have the players to win the intermediate championship, so time would tell how they get on. So um, yeah, that's a. I didn't realize she's creeping you through me there. <laughs> it's really just a bizarre group. Uh, uh, Ballon Robe as well, hugely impressive last year. A youthful uh, boy inside. Unfortunately, last year they they lost out to Ball, I believe it was as well. Where Ball were knocking everybody out on the route to senior football. They have very uh, strong players, good goalkeeper as well and uh, they are very physical as well for a young side so they will certainly put up the battle against Cross Malina, Ballyhonis and Castlebar B Ballyhonis ended up in a relegation fight last year uh, after their loss to Lahardon in the Intermediate Championship group do you think they will have learned from that and have a, a boost of confidence maybe coming into this year and a realisation maybe that they can play at a better level and could maybe get a, an, an upset on the cards against what is a group full of potential winners of the Intermediate Championship. Yeah, I suppose it's definitely on the cards and they're going to learn a lot from last year. I suppose when you're kind of in that situation that it's do or die of a win. I suppose when it's a county final, that's also do or die. But when a relegation one, like you don't want to be going down to, like you don't want to be going from Intermediate to Junior or you don't want to be going down from Senior to Intermediate. It's, it's a very, very big deal especially Mayo where the standard of football is so high so I think definitely that they're going to learn from it and um, I think as well like the cross as well like they've they're learning the trade in the intermediate as well and I can see them having a good shout at, at the championship this year Moving on to the TF Royal Theatre exclusive junior football championship uh, in group one there is a, a very proud man from this club who is going to inform us of who's taking place in this group um, in Group One, there's my my elder boys, um, Kilfine, our near neighbours, uh, Kilmina, which would be everyone's I suppose favourites for the title this year, and Tor McKeady as well. It's a it's a good group. I suppose the Hearts going to always say Arda will um will get out of the group, but I think the game against Tor McKeady is a tough one. It's the away game. The Kilfine game is the home game. 
and then they're playing Kilmina, I think, in the neutral venue, which I think if I had it my own way, and uh, I could get I could get Kilmina at home in Ireland personally, but um, that's not the way the fixtures have fallen. It's a good group, I'd say. As long as both Kilmina and Ireland don't get caught in the hop by Tormachidi, I'd say that them two should make it out of that group. Is this a, a do-or-die year for Arda, Sean, in terms of making their way back or making their way towards intermediate football? We all know the quality of James Carr, but there are many other players in the Arda team of a, of a fine pedigree, Stephen Rochard, of course, as well. And, of course, James is followed by his brothers as well, Brendan and Joe Carr, who are playing great football as well and have been involved in Mayo Junior teams in the past. They've, unfortunately, failed to make it at the final hurdle in recent times, but now with that group, is there a very strong possibility that they will make it into the latter stages of the junior football championship? Yeah, I think last year they were they were kind of unlucky, unlucky with the draw when they came out of the came out of the group, and then you were playing you were playing Kilmeen in the quarter final. I always thought myself when I seen that it was going to be a tough a tough ask, and then when the game was in Clotter as well, I was kind of like I don't I it was hard to see them winning it. Obviously, you're always going to think that they can come through and cause a bit of a shock. I think the panel this year is strong and they've got more, they've got a new management team and they've got younger, and there's a few younger lads that have been called up and they've been training with Arda since they were six, seven, 16, 17. Um, so they've got that strength and know-how now as well. So I think that they're, they're well able for it, but uh, I don't want to be saying, celebrating or counting my chickens just yet. Moving on to Group 2, can you inform us of the participants there? Yeah, so in Group 2 you have Kilcommon, Ackle, Lacken Sarsfield and Kilmovi Shamrock. So... Um, that is a tough one and I'd like to shout out for Kilmavi. Um, it's not a bad group for them um, Kilcommon I said are the favourites to win that and then between Kilmavi and Ackle it's kind of hard to tell who will get through no respect to Lack and I don't think they're going to they're going to be pulling great trees no no offence but um, it's just it's, it's hard to see out of Ackle and Kilmavi who get up and I suppose Kilmavi seems to be blooding the new players based on what I've been seeing on uh, social media there for the last few days so um, I think maybe I'll go with Kilmavit out of the group Kilcommon just for a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of an upset, I suppose. It's a bit like Celebrity Bonish tour with Kilmavit overtaken uh, or being taken over by Ender McGreerty, of course, the excellent informative man of the RF podcast and uh, a friend of the show here on CRCFM. He has also managed to uh, give your own cousin Sean his debut. Yeah, my cousin James Kilkenny played um, played his first game for their seniors at the age of seventeen against Rogue there there this morning so I just want to say uh, well done James and uh, whenever them all iron tickets come available can I have two please thanks <laughs> <laughs> and in group three who are who are the ones taking place there in group three we have another North Mayo team Ballycastle Eastern Gales Magauna and Shrew Glencarib so in that group I would actually give Ballycastle a great chance getting out of that group and then I'd say Shrew as well because Shrew are kind of they're one of the teams that if they get to the large stage of competition they're always going to be there thereabouts Eastern Gales as well, I already played them in the championship last year. I think they did play them in the championship. They're a very good side as well. They came down, I remember we were playing them in, in Kilfine. It was a very close game, a lot closer than I would imagine it was, was going to be. So that's a very interesting group. And then um, for McGowan, I suppose, if they can pull off some kind of a, a result someplace. I think that it's very kind of hard on them kind of teams, McGowan, Lack and Kilfine. I don't get why why they have to be in the championship. I'm saying that since it was it was run. I'm, I'm no politician, but like I just think it's very fair. Uh, well, you know, I am often reminded uh, when I do talk down on poor old Lack and Sarsfields that they were one of the greatest teams yeah, no, in the county a number too. of years ago. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, it's a sign maybe of rural depopulation, the difficulties in, in player retention. 
that is seeing their their clubs maybe uh, losing numbers. But you know the likes of uh, uh, Morgana, uh, they have a very proud tradition there as well, and uh, Lacking of course as well, and Kilfine. It's yeah. I just I know as I was um, thinking about Morgana, they actually have um, Aidan McHale. He's the new the new manager down there. And he's um he's taken over for the for the year, which is a good appointment as well. They've had a few celebrity appointments, no more than Kilmavida. Billy Joe, I think, at one stage as well. Billy Joe so, Padden is right, yeah. yeah. So it's um it's interesting. I don't know how to get the managers, but they're 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 attracting them somehow. The crack is always good in my Gauna, to be fair. And they are in a group with Ballycastle, Eastern Gales, and of course my Gauna and Trul Gang Corb. Yeah. Moving on to the final group, Group Four, Sean. Group Four, you have Kalala, Idaniji, who I said at the top when we were on about the junior championship, who would be one of the they want to get out as junior as fast as they can, I'd imagine, if they get the right players together. And then we have Stephen Grealish who's badly cry as well. That is a three a three team group which is kind of it's kinda of nice in a way, but it tightens it tightens things up at the same time. Yeah, Kalala of course unfortunately seem to have fallen by the wayside. Uh, it's maybe a sign of, of that area of North Mayo seems to be suffering greatly with the uh, players moving away and failing to hold on to them. But as we were speaking with Con Moynihan he noted how Kalala have a B team now and it's a big area it's a proud footballing uh, heartland and they have produced many as a fine player in the past for the county could you see maybe resurgence resurgence for the town of the round tower yeah I think that they've always had kind of anytime we've played them it's been always been like a tight game a derby match I suppose I have a connection one, one, of the main, one of the lads that I know very well plays with um, he's from Kalala so it's always a bit of rivalry there with me anyway so I think I'll always think that they'll be able to come good same as Valley Castle there well able as well they've got the players like they've Michal Ford Michal Ford people like that like in Kalala always have like Martin, Martin Mahaji David Lawler they've got players of like of, of good standards as well so I just think um, their time will come like it's just about biding their time and they're always their they're, um, young underage teams are always playing they're always nearer there thereabouts in the league and stuff as well so I don't think there's no no need to be losing hope just yet I don't think and just in terms of your own prediction, I'll go first for the senior championship. If you were to put your hat on any one team after the groups have been drawn to win the entire thing, who would you be going for, Sean? Um, I have to say, looking at the groups, I would go... It's a big change from a couple of weeks ago, but I think Knockmore are in a good position with the groups that they're in. And if they top the group, they might get a hand to draw. Um, I think that they're a little bit further and they have the experience of last year as well. And they've aided Norm, Kevin McLaughlin, they don't need to go through the team. They've got a good pedigree as well. So I think, yeah, go for that more. That was a big turnaround, but yeah. Yeah, maybe a sign of your Arda allegiance is uh, blinding your idea of Knockmore, I think. They're fairly, they're fairly unblinded now. No, I think they can do it. In the Intermediate Championship, who do you think is going to come out tops there? Yeah, in the Intermediate, it's a kind of a tough one. Um, I think if I was looking at it, I'd kind of say, geez, what's happened to me? I, I would go, um, may, maybe cross my if to get out of the group and then for a surprise one, I've been saying this during the winter, just um, my own good feeling, that I would love, this This sounds a bit bonkers for the radio, but I'd love if Kilmaine could pull off the shock of all the shocks and win the and win the double-double and go up senior. That would be very, very impressive. And I think they're really able to do it. They've got all the Mullins, like they've got players like that, and I think it's, um, it's not beyond the realms of possibility either. Yeah, it would be very exciting. And in junior, will you have uh, a sign of your bias? Will you be going for James Carr's Arda, or do you feel that it may be a step too far for Arda this year. Um, I think I'll they'll be they'll be up there, but I can't be on the radio saying that in case it backfires on me. <laughs> so I'll go for I think, I think I I'll need or 
or Kilcommer within a good shout as well. But it's a, it's a tougher championship than last year because you've got to think that um, like Kilmina are gone, so that opens the whole thing up as well. And then Kilmina or Kilmina, like Kilmina are probably probably favorite favorites in a number of people's books. So that's probably the top four. But I couldn't give you a winner. It's just a tight. It's a very very tight competition. Well, there is some fascinating Mayo interest taking place in the Division 3 final this evening and uh, John Mohan's Offaly side are facing Derry at 5 o'clock. That one is throwing in then, same time as Portugal versus Germany. I think I know which one I'll be watching as John Mohan's army are taking place and really attributing a major buoyant mood to the faithful county. I know myself, I was in Galway one weekend and I hadn't seen as many Offaly jerseys in my entire life. It was like the 1980s. Uh, Offaly men are having the chest out, they're proud, Shane Lowry's backing them as well. And and why not? It's uh, in a county full of tradition, full of footballing greats and hurling uh, superstars of the past. Their off-field issues seem to follow on to on-field issues as well. But now they are Division 2 bound and what a major success story it is for the Mayo man, John Mohan, Sean. Yeah, it's a great success for John Mohan. I think it's brilliant that themselves and Jerry have decided to play the game and play it in Crow Park with fans' presence because, you know, with respect to either teams, I was listening during the week to one of the podcasts and off the ball, are they going to win Leinster or Ulster? Chances are they're not going to win it. So to get a national final in Crow Park in front of 5,000 or 5 fans, it's just to be able to be there on a big day as well and hopefully hopefully John Owens Offley can bring it home and yeah you're right about the Offley people like you can tell that they're they're a big of a buzz about them even now I talked to Kieran during the week and there was no talk about Westmead playing them playing Cork it was all about Offley playing them Jerry Jerry today so hopefully they can win it and I suppose Derry as well are a team of uh, former tradition and former glory and they will look be looking to make a return to well they have already made a return to Division 2 but trying to get to a point in which they will hold a bit of pride and maybe show that they can no longer be pushovers in the Ulster Championship later on in the year. Yeah, and the way that they're playing, they seem to have a more attacking style than before instead of this 15 men inside your own 45. Um, I don't know if the right word, I won't say the right word for it. It's just, it's not great. Pug football, to quote Pat's plan, it wasn't great to watch. But this year, I think they were one of the top scorers overall in the four divisions, which is which is very good for a Division 3 team. And I think that game today, Actually, it should be an absolute. It should be a cracker, and hopefully, I get to see a bit of it before I head off working because it's looking good. It is indeed, and it's you know, sign of the pedigree of John Mahon. I know for my for my own sporting uh, life, John Mahon has given me uh, and many people in Lahardon some of the happiest days in uh, footballing history. Winning the Junior County Final, a romantic success story for for the man with the of course family connections with the club. But one thing about John Mohan, and it's evident whenever we have him on the show, the way he looks at life is just full of positivity. And in a place we are oftentimes maybe quite guilty of it here in this county of looking at things in a negative way, in a in a you know pessimistic, glass half empty way of looking at life. I just enjoyed chatting to him because there's no talk of complaints, there's no blame game. It's getting on and dealing with it yourself and doing it to your to the best of your abilities. And the thing about positivity, it's a bit like the coronavirus. It's totally contagious. And you can feel it around awfully now. You can feel it around uh, many of the people who are talking up John Mahan and the effect that he has had in that county. He said himself he doesn't even realise the impact that's there because he's straight back down to Mayo after a training session 
but by all accounts Tullamore is hopping and with the victory tonight would there be a better place to go for a few quiet points I might have to hit up the road in the Corolla after this and go down to Tullamore after the game um, look he's a he's a very good character he's one of um, he's a Mayo legend and he's he's um, he knows he's, every time I've heard him speak on the show or in interviews from the past or he's always very knowledgeable he knows everything I think football is his life as well and you can see the way he comes across and the way off the air are back back rolling I suppose uh, what's the term the boom is back down until the more I think without a doubt the turf is no longer being cut by Borden Amona but John Mohan has returned the 80s back to the faithful county it's excellent to see the game throws in in half an hour's time and uh, we wish John Mohan and the Offaly side all the best in that one producer Sean O'Hora many thanks for joining us here and informing us of the latest GEA action we are going to go to a very short ad break, a piece of music, and hopefully we'll be having the five before five in not too long.